today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. It's Friday. It's 1135. And that means Tech Talk. Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO of FPM and FPM3 Marketing is here. Uh, happy International Women's Day. Yes. You know what? We were just talking about that this morning. I actually have a, uh, we have 80% women that work in my office. There I'm probably go. one of those, Yeah, I, I didn't even dawn on me. My staff uh, brought it up and, and we were in the boardroom and I'm- No wonder you're so efficient. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to lie, but yeah, I mean, the office is like on top of things and, and they, uh, they brought it up, they said, you know, today's International Women's Day and my account manager was very, very proud. And she says, you know, you're, you're a great boss and, and judging by the fact that who we have working here and who we have in our agency. Uh, and it, I don't know, I just never really paid much attention. I'm thinking to myself, you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So kudos to the great team of, uh, of international women that work professionally in all aspects aspects and fields and so yeah very proud to to say that I'm I, I'm an equal employer in all facets and ways no, beyond so, beyond equal you, yeah and and I was mentioning this earlier in the program studies show and this is this is there's empirical evidence about this that companies that actually have more women especially in key positions yeah, yeah. are more, more financially viable yep. and uh, and obviously it's a great workplace but I mean it's better for the company you know what I, it's it, it is as you know yeah. <laughs> very well you know women are better decision makers <laughs> yes yes and and they are very. Uh, I have to say that mine are very. They're emotional to a point, but they also have a, a great degree of understanding where to cross the line. Where I find I'll say things and make a comment where I just don't think of the ramifications or the emotional uh, uh, element of it, and and I'll hear their feedback and I'll be like, you know what, you're right. Uh, that's probably a better decision. We probably yep. want to consider that. So yeah, no, I truthfully, my I mean, 16 years by the way. I mean, we've been yeah, celebrating an anniversary. Yeah. yeah, 16 years we've been in business, and it's. It and it's truthfully, it's because of the people. It's not. It's not me. And I, I said to them, "You guys are amazing," and uh, I can't thank them enough to allow what I've been able to accomplish and be able to do is is not what I do. It's what they've been able to do for for the agency. So yeah, I'm 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 a big supporter. You won't get a guy better, more supportive uh, on my end for uh, for women working in the uh, in the workplace than me. Well, there you go. Another testimonial. Uh, let's let's talk about product here. Yeah, uh, uh, you know, whenever time you play word association, say Huawei, you think, oh, the court case, oh, the CEO, <laughs> the extradition. Uh, but let's talk about product for just a couple of minutes because yeah. we, we we tend to overlook the fact that that th- these guys have got a pretty strong foothold here, not just with five G network and that controversy right now, right, but yeah. the product. Now they, uh, it was inevitable, I guess, that they were going to start talking about folding phones, and Samsung came out with one. You know, and and here's the part is Huawei is is one of, and I say one of, meaning in the top top three worldwide products in the smartphone division, they are the top three, in the top three. So we know that Samsung is one. We know that Apple's the other. Huawei is the third, and they are very competitive. They came out... And it's not as much fanfare. Like we're, as you know, with all the things you mentioned prior to uh, to speaking to this, Huawei's got a lot of uh, I hate to say baggage behind it. And and Huawei makes a pretty phenomenal product. Um, would Adam ever say buy one? No. Would Adam say you need to get one? No. Does Adam think it's a phenomenal product? Yes, I do. I really do. Huawei came out with the Mate X, which is their version of the foldable phone. And I thought I would just highlight the fact that Samsung is going to be coming out in. Uh, uh, late April with their their folding version of the phone, two thousand six hundred dollars is confirmed Canadian for the phone. Now there may be plans and Rogers and all that may do that one of those you know two years for X amount per month, but 
that's a lot of money. And so Huawei came out with not a price point yet, but what I loved about their product is that when you think of a folding phone, it's exactly that. When you fold it, it's kind of bulky. Even Samsung's version looks like it's still a little thick. It's like taking an iPhone and then putting a case around it. It's about that thick without the case. So you can imagine the thickness of what this is going to be. However, Huawei's screen, I think, was pretty phenomenal in regards to what its technology was capable of doing. Um, you know, many people may not know the difference, but there's OLEDs and LEDs. Uh, the difference between the two is Christmas. If you crispness, if you put them beside each other and you looked at them, you would really know the difference. The darkers, the middle. And Huawei has a much crisper screen. Uh, they have uh, a 10 uh, cameras on it. So you need, you know, so wow. many on the front, you yeah. need so many on the back. Remember, it's folding, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's got a lot of high-tech components to it. The thing that I looked at, and I'm like, okay, if I got a Huawei smart foldable phone, it's probably going to be about $800 less than Samsung. So you're already affordable. I always look at it as it's going to, is the Republic of China going to be watching everything going on on this thing? I don't know. That's my little gut nervousness uh, going on behind it. It's 5G ready. Uh, my main point is Huawei screen is on the outside. So when you fold that phone, the screen is on the outside. Why I think that's a concern is I have a feeling we're going to be back in the age of pocket dialing. You remember when? Oh, yeah. And so I kind of was, and these screens are not Gorilla Glass. Like we talk about the, the new Samsung and the new iPhones. These gla- the glass that's on this is Gorilla Glass. That's very, very protective. This is not a protective screen. You throw this into your uh, duffel bag, your knapsack. These are likely to get scratched. They're first generations. I want to be very clear. This is a first generation but, folding but, but, phone. Why, why didn't they think of that? Well, I think everyone was in the rush to get across the line. Who's the first to get their foldable phone out? We've we've talked about this last year where we said, okay, we saw the S uh, the S9 and we saw the iPhone XR. Was there really that much excitement? There's a lot to be said about a foldable phone. Um, I think it took all the flavor and the thunder out of 5G and all the cool things that are coming out, but we wanted to see what's the latest thing about foldable phones. And so so here's the part. We got Huawei, we got Samsung. You know who doesn't have a foldable phone? iPhone. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the reason I think this is uh, a little premature for these Chinese, Korean companies coming out with it. They're not going to be valued at $2,600. I'm going to tell you that right now. You're going to have a lot of problems. They're already made an announcement. Samsung says we've already got two more versions of a foldable phone coming out before this one even gets released. Wow. Uh, it's it's going to get really competitive. Extremely. Listen, last week on the program, you were talking about uh, blocking on YouTube. Uh, yeah. You got an update on that? Yeah, uh, YouTube had the uh, the limitation of of people being able to comment on minors, and I thought what was interesting about the fact that YouTube is really focused on children. They're and and I mean they're doing this right now in in India. They're doing it in Africa. Uh, that I I, I want to say that maybe you know Google as big as it is and all the information they're stealing and policies and everything else, they actually do have some pretty cool. Uh, abilities and they do have young children in mind. So let me go over a couple things that I I wanted to share. Uh, Google has now officially limited that if you've got a young, uh, if you have a minor that has a YouTube account, which you're allowed to have, uh, anything related to comments, anything related to discussions or otherwise is no longer going to be allowed within the YouTube channel. 
Google has now even upped it with their education app. And now what they're doing is they're creating an ability for children to read and write, whether it's uh, Hindi or whether it's in uh, uh, English, uh, different types of uh, African languages. Um, they are making this available. And truth to be told, Huawei, the Chinese there phone we, we just talked about, this is where they're making their millions. They are selling their phones, our old phones, the Bills and the Adams and the listeners of CHML, all those Samsung 6s, all those old Motorola's, those iPhone 5s, they're all being recycled in China, in in India, uh, or sorry, in, China, in, in India, in Africa. And so what they're doing is they've got our old versions. Apple has created software to allow for the ability for education. And so children are able without going to a school that maybe they can't get to because of the village they live in or otherwise they can be able to work off of a smartphone bill then looks at me and says well wait a minute all these children with google information are we not giving all of that private data to google and google has now said and been the ability that these phones do not need to work in the cloud the information with their artificial intelligence no longer requires that it needs to be sent into their data servers. It actually is working within the phone itself, allowing the child to be able to learn, uh, you know, engage in the software, and all that information is same because they don't have internet yeah. <laughs> in, weird, in weird remote environments. Sure. So they're, they're capable with the new artificial software on our older devices to be able to help children learn to read and write in English and their own native languages for that matter. It's, it's fascinating stuff. Uh, we live in a paperless society. We do. Adam uh, does. I, I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm trying to get <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, you're slowly getting uh, I see paper it, around uh, look, here. But. It, it's even worse at home. <laughs> uh, but uh, but you, you came up with a rather interesting innovation here about pay, uh, digital storage that I guess a lot of people are going to be using now. Well, we talk about ID being that new phase when we were talking about our passports and so forth, right? In the airports in Australia right now, and we talk about some of the ability. I personally, I have my driver's license on my phone. I have it in a Google Drive in a locked environment. And when I open it, and I was just at the MTO this past week, I didn't bring my driver's license. And I'm, she goes, can I have your driver? I was just changing over or signing yeah. off on something. She goes, well, do you have your driver's license i'm like ah, i didn't i pulled it up on my phone and she she was able to validate it and she took it into one of her supervisors and they said yeah it's it's valid i mean i need the numbers in your in your photo id so the new software coming out with android is going to allow us a new form of not just take a picture of your driver's license but it's a digital id that's going to be integrated in the new versions of android and i'm willing to bet apple for that matter why this is important is that the uh, police authorities there are systems are also going to be more advanced. So right now you get pulled over by a police officer. It's usually, sir, do you know how fast you were going? Or, you know, we saw you were speeding and we have your radar. Uh, it's going to go even further from that. So first they ask you, can I see your license and registration? You get your license card out, you get your paper, where's that pink slip? Yep. And you give it to them because it's got to be the authentic piece of paper, yep. right? Yep. The new digital ID is going to now integrate on your smartphone in the devices of the future, meaning in a year from now, you will be able to now say, yes, officer, officer, here's my smartphone with your biometric information, your fingerprint, your eye, your retinal scan. The ID comes up. The police officer will then say, I'm about to transfer your ticket, sir. He will then hold it up and it will send to your phone. Your phone and his phone will integrate with your data without the officer even going back to the car. This is all happening within, he may not even get out of the car. He'll just screen, I don't know that part, but they will be able to within minutes Give your ticket, explain the fraction, and at that time say, would you like to pay? 
which you can then authenticate through your Google Pay or Apple Pay on the spot. You can uh, claim guilty on the spot and you'll be able to make a payment. So the digital ID is being built currently for the operating system. Probably by the year 2022, it will be available for all of our uh, uh, police authorities to be able to say, Sir, can I see your pl- uh, license and registration? Please look into the screen. Get your authentication to biometrically pr- uh, confirm yourself. Great. Uh, you've been speeding and you're, of course, you'll be driving a automated uh, vehicle at that sure. time. So, I mean, I really don't know how speeding's a faction. But, yes, your digital ID will be integrated directly into your phone with the ability to have your biometric fingerprint authentication. So, no more... Glove compartments full of old tickets now. It's, it's all going to be done digitally. It's all going to be done digitally. And, I mean, it is advancing really quickly in regards to that. <laughs> and, and you're right. Yeah, you won't even need to be able to. Uh, I see it in the future. We won't need to actually go into the Services Ontario, as I did in this case. I'll be able to schedule a Skype call or a Hangout call, uh, you know, get an appointment, schedule it in. The person will come on and go, hello, Mr. Ophiel, how are you? Great. Uh, we're just going to be able to, uh, can I confirm yourself? Put your fingerprint on the screen, please. Please validate yourself. Great. I got your ID in front of me. Uh, I see you have to renew your license. Let us just do that quickly here. Would you like to make payment? Yes. Please put your fingerprint on the screen. It's been authenticated. Enjoy your day. Your your stickers will now be automated, uh, automatically updated on your car. There won't be stickers printed because they'll be automatically generated through an LED. I, but I enjoy the lineup. I, I, I love waiting an hour and a half. I like rubbing the sticker on my on my plate. There's just something about looking at the thickness of those yearly stickers going. Do you remember, on there. you remember the old days when <laughs> you had to do it on your birthday? Well, you still yeah, do. You still do. And yes. you, you walk in there and you figure everybody's got the same birthday. It seems. <laughs> Happy all birthday, of you people. Yeah, yeah, look at all the Virgos. That's yeah. what I always do. Yeah, happy, happy Virgos. <laughs> when I go to the store, any uh, Costco or anything like this, I always hang out in the TV department. I yes. just, I just, boys and their toys. Yeah, I always right. see what the gadgets are. And Samsung's got a new one. This one I thought was revolutionary. And you know what? It shouldn't be surprising, Bill, but patent has been issued for Samsung. And one of the most annoying things is these flat screen TVs. You put it up on the wall. And one of the most annoying thing, that cable, right? That power cable. It's like, where's the outlet you gotta you want it on that wall but you're gonna have to run get the electrician in and you're gonna have to run the cable well samsung has a patent and it makes sense they've now got the ability you'll be able to get a samsung tv that is going to be a wirelessly chargeable television what yes you will there's a coil on the back of the samsung tv and the way it works is you plug in a charger very similar to what we charge our uh, our phones you put it on a wireless charger the signal will be able to charge directly on the wall to the outlet and so your television will be able to charge and be able to operate because the power is less it's not requiring so much power to turn on your television so they've used less power they can now run it wirelessly that's incredible it is incredible that's amazing think about it there will be no more plugs there will be zero plugs i can't imagine the radiation of all the all the electrical currents going through the house but your toaster won't need to be plugged in soon that's going to be one of the next tech talks coming up but right now the tv will no longer need to be plugged in if you're buying a samsung if, yeah and it's probably going to be less expensive than that new phone for 2800 bucks too <laughs> listen we got about two minutes left yeah. you wanted to talk about something up at the warplane heritage i do it's one of my favorite places it i is. love it up there i'm going up this weekend because they just announced at the Warplane Heritage Museum. I'm, I'm going up with Michelle. I told her, I said, we're going to go take an adventurous flight in the Avril Lancaster. As they've just announced, they have a VR helmet that you can put on and you'll be able to walk through play by play. And this is authentic. This was actually done in World War II. They, I think it was the 1940s or uh, a, a BBC play by play broadcast.
broadcaster, Wyatt, I think his name was, I caught, he did an actual live broadcast in the Avril Lancaster describing as they're flying over Germany and dropping the bombs on Germany. So they've got a VR helmet set up where you can go up. It's a 15-minute uh, experience, and it will put you in this environment where you will feel like you're in the plane flying over Germany as the broadcasters play uh, doing the play-by-play announcement as we're flying. So I'm uh, Michelle, myself, and a, and a friend of mine. Uh, I'm bring, He's a big warplane heritage uh, uh, fan. Uh, we're going to go up this weekend. I'm going to have my next report next week to give everyone the full perspective perspective but if you want to check it out uh it's available now at the warplane heritage museum and it's uh it's a great experience to take tech to a whole new level as if you're flying in the avril lancaster it's a it's a just a great place to spend lots of time up there uh so enjoy it That'll thank you yeah i'll give you my full report yes okay we've got about 60 seconds left and uh since people are going to be driving around this weekend so it looks like a nice weekend no snowstorms coming up this weekend <laughs> uh google maps has got something new for them you know what uh, we don't have it in ontario but don't be surprised if our pc government changes their mind Photo Radar is now being listed in Google Maps. So in the uh, province of Alberta, Edmonton specifically, Photo Radar is a big problem. And so Google Maps has now allowed for all Photo Radar locations to be listed. So as you're driving, not only will it say you're you're speeding at this at this rate of speed and this is how long it's going to take, it will now give you advice that there's Photo Radar coming up. You may want to slow down. So get ready with your Google Map update. You'll be able to actually see where the photo radar locations are. So far, we don't have that in Ontario. That's probably oh, due to change any time. It's coming so back. Yeah, it's they'll coming. be coming back, and this will be a great app for them, too. Uh, Tech Talk, we do this every Friday at 1130 with Adam Oldfield from FPM and FPM3 Marketing. Have a great weekend. Yeah, you Enjoy too, the Warplane Heritage yeah, Museum. You. I want a full report. <laughs> Absolutely. My pleasure. You will. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.